Hello, everyone. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank you all for joining us today. This podcast was recorded and is made available to you by Whitley Penn LLP and WP Wealth LLP solely for informational purposes. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are general in nature and are not intended to be construed as the provision of financial or investment advice by Whitley Penn or WP Wealth. The information discussed in this podcast is accurate as of the day it was recorded, but may then become outdated over time. Please feel free to contact us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns in regard to the content presented. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, uh, Shane Miller with the WP Wealth Group. Um, I am joined today by a couple folks to start our charitable series. Um, we're going to be rolling out a series of podcasts uh, around charitable planning and talking about organizations in the community that we uh, that we like um, to bring awareness to their cause, to really spotlight them, um, and uh, just help our communities. So. Uh, today, I'm joined by Cindy Haim. She's the president of the Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail, and Kathleen Barbie, who's the director of development. Welcome. Thank Thanks. you. Glad to be here. Absolutely. And uh, these people were nice enough to invite me to join their board. So I actually sit on the board of the Junior Achievement of the Chisholm Trail. Uh, it's been great working with them, and we're going to get into really um, what the organization's about um, and and how to help them out on their mission. So Whitley Penn has participated in events to support junior achievement for a few years now. And I was originally introduced to the organization by a friend of mine, Jeff Ryan. And uh, Cindy, uh, I wanted to see if you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about your role within JA and why the mission is so important to you. I would be happy to. So yeah, I joined JA, gosh, just going on two years ago now. Um, I had worked within nonprofit management and uh, as well as sales and marketing for small businesses in my career and just really have a passion for nonprofit in general. But when I was looking for my next role, um, the junior achievement mission just really stuck out to me, teaching students about financial literacy, you know, what money's about and how to not just earn it, but save it and donate it and um, spend it wisely. Um, but I really um, enjoyed uh, learning more about JA and coming on board because money has to do with everything that we do in life, right? Um, our career choices we make, the jobs we have, earning as much as we can, but yet it's really what we do with our money, right? Which is why what you do is so important. Um, but if we can teach students that from a young age and young people in general, then it just makes life so much more um, enjoyable right? We're going through a, an unprecedented pandemic right now, and you see layoffs and unemployment and all of these things happen. We go from this great economy to, you know, now people are scared, people are frightened, and uh, we have young people that are um, uh, somewhat uncertain of their futures, and it's something like this that makes JA so vital, right? We're vital in a great economy, but we're especially vital now to say, wow, um, what people have been doing with their earnings, with their savings, with their investings, you know, all of those things are important now more than ever. And um, so I'm just happy to be a part of it. Um, love working with youth in general 
and um, teaching them, like I said, about financial literacy. But we do more than that. We also teach about work readiness and career choices, as well as entrepreneurship. Um, and that doesn't just mean starting a business. It might mean that entrepreneurial spirit that we all have to have. So Absolutely. anyway, that's just a little bit about why I love what I do. And thank you to Shane um, for serving on our board. He's being modest, but he also served as part of our JAS, our Young Executive Society, our Young Professional Group, um, before he joined the board. So he's been helping us for many years, and we greatly appreciate that. Thanks so much. Speaking of JAS, Kathleen, you want to talk a little bit about your involvement with that program? Yeah, so I want to also echo what um, Cindy had shared about what brought her into JA as well. So um, I actually have a private equity background in financial services and worked with um, short-term collateralized loans for the better part of a decade before I came to JA. And I think that really showed me the need for financial literacy, um, work and career uh, college readiness, entrepreneurship, um, the need for that education to be more prevalent and what JA can provide. Um, so I started to look because I am such a proponent of education. I'm a wannabe teacher that never got certified. Um, and this was just a really great way to get involved on the education spectrum, spectrum, but then also in financial literacy. And so I was able to come um, join JA about a year and a half ago, and it's been an amazing ride. So mm -hmm. I'm really proud of the work that we do. Uh, one of the things that we've um, really worked on hard over the last 18 months is JAS. That's our JA Young Executive. Society or a young professional group that you've been so amazingly a part of. Um, and so there's actually three pieces that we really focus on for JAS. So we look at the networking for young professionals. Um, we look for mentoring and ongoing professional development. Um, and then we look for that volunteer and career or um, volunteer engagement in the community. So um, we do just different events throughout the year normally when mm -hmm. we're not in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and all of them, all of our members volunteer throughout the year in JA programs. Um, and then we started a speaker series this last year where mm -hmm. we had individuals come in and provide mentoring um, to our, our yes folks. Um, so that's just kind of a few things about JA Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, you know, you, you talk a, a little bit about entrepreneurialism, and one of the tenets of being an entrepreneur is being adaptive, right? this year has thrown everything it can at us, right? And so, you know, um, I'm familiar with the programs of JA in a normal year, you know, as a board member, but uh, some of our listeners may not be familiar with what a normal year program looks like. Um, Cindy, would you mind talking a little bit about uh, what we normally experience and then how this year has been different and maybe a little bit about what events are on the horizon? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, Kathleen mentioned volunteers and, and I had mentioned, you know, when we go into schools and we work with students, but the volunteers really are key to what we do. Um, it's, it's not just, we have this great curriculum and we give it to teachers and they go teach and, and, and we just hope the kids learn it. Um, the volunteer component, especially corporate volunteers, some community volunteers going into the classroom with age appropriate curriculum, K through 12, uh, they go in and they, um, go through the material with the students. It's very hands-on, very um, uh, tactile, uh, you know, age appropriate. So in the elementary grades, there's lots of activities and games and things that make it really relevant uh, when students are learning about money, about earning, spending, saving, giving, and those sorts of things. They learn about taxes and how we need to pay our taxes and how that makes city government run. And that's how we have libraries and policemen and fire uh, firemen and that sort of thing. Um, so, um, 
we move then from elementary age type programs into middle school where we focus a lot more on work and career readiness. We talk about career clusters and high growth careers and we try very hard to expand the students' understanding of all the different careers that are available to them. Right? I don't know about you, but when I was in school, it was kind of like, oh, you're a smart female. You should be a doctor or a lawyer. And it's, I, I grew up really thinking that those were really my only two choices. I had no clue what was um, available to me. Um, and so we try to help the students understand all that's available. And that's where the volunteers huge because this might be the first financial planner, yeah. lawyer, engineer that these students have ever had access to and to hear from their own journey. Um, so that's really uh, important, and especially at middle school because the students these days have to do a career endorsement by mm -hmm. eighth grade, and the students don't have any idea sometimes what that is. So our curriculum combined with the volunteer experience is huge for them. And then when we move into high school, um, we really get into even more entrepreneurship. We actually have student companies around this area where they spend a whole year um, starting a company together, deciding on a product. Uh, deciding on a price point, deciding how they're, mark they're going to market it, maybe building a website. There's even uh, different roles they play. One is a, is a human resources officer where they actually put together an employee handbook and understand why that's so important. Um, so that's just a little bit about the different programs we, we do. Um, we're still doing um, most of our programs. They're just looking differently this year. Um, we've taken a digital first approach and we have volunteers that are actually just doing it virtually. They can either go into the classroom in what we call like a remote live situation, or they can even pre-record. Uh, we have something called a career speaker series where they can talk about their career and that sort of thing, and then we can share that with the teacher and the students just through a digital delivery. So yeah, it looks a whole lot different this year, but um, we're eager to get back to the, the way things were, but for now, um, we're gonna still keep doing what we do. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. The first podcast I did with WP Talks was about financial literacy, you know, and it's so important, especially getting started early in life, understanding how all of this works, right? And, uh, and like you said, career planning is very important to kind of having a vision for what you want to be when you grow up. I don't know if I figured that out yet. Um, so, uh, Kathleen, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that hear the message and they're fired up about it. They, they want to help uh, JA with this mission. How can individuals or businesses um, uh, get involved and, and also how can they uh, contribute some money uh, toward your mission? Yeah, so obviously one of the um, best ways to get involved, as Cindy mentioned, is to volunteer. So we constantly need volunteers to interact with our students. As Cindy mentioned, that really is the secret sauce to the recipe of JA. So with those volunteers, that really makes that a memorable experience, not just, oh, my teachers in my classroom teaching me curriculum. Hey, there's this other person in here and they're a lawyer or they're a financial advisor um, or they're an engineer. And that really sticks with a student and it makes the curriculum really sticky for them. So those volunteers are critical. Um, in, Different organizations support us in different ways. Mm -hmm. Some organizations provide the volunteer partnership. Some provide the funding partnership. Mm -hmm. Some provide both. And so we may have an organization 
um, that provides funding for a program and the volunteer partnership with a school. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's that option. We do have several fundraising events a year. Um, we have a golf tournament, which actually got postponed from May. Um, and so we're going to be throwing that uh, tournament this fall. Um, and then we usually have our Bowlathon series, um, which is a peer-to-peer fundraising event uh, where teams like you participated, Shane, last mm-hmm. year. You got together a team and did some peer-to-peer fundraising and donated. And then we have a bowling party um, to kind of cap off that campaign. We've had to be really clever this year uh, because we cannot go bowling. So we're actually doing JA Trivia Bowl, which is on November 5th. That's a great way to get involved. Um, you can definitely find more information on our website about that. Um, and it's just going to be a really great, fun party. So that'll be on November 5th. Um, another way um, as well is joining JAS. So if your listeners are young professionals, that's a great way to get involved. Um, in addition to the other things that we talked about, it's also just a great way to get to know our board. This is also community leaders in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives you kind of access to some mentors in that role as well. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. And, and uh, you said that uh, volunteers go in, they speak in the classroom, you know, they're obviously passionate about the career that they chose So, kind of hearing that side of it and, and hearing the excitement of the work that they're doing, maybe will p- appeal to a certain student and, and they'll be attracted to that career path. So that's, that's great. Yeah. And if I could add to that, one yeah. of the things that excited me when I first started was JAUSA um, has some research out there that we use often. And one of the um, statistics is that one in five JA alum go into the same career as their mentor or their JR, JA teacher. Um, and so I thought, well, that's interesting. And I found it even more interesting when I actually heard from a, a gentleman who's on staff at Tarleton in Stephenville. And he contacted me to say, you're not going to believe this. But he had a student come up to him and recognize him from when he was this JA volunteer with that student in elementary school. Wow. And that student said, I'm actually here and going into finance because at that time you were a banker and you were my volunteer at, with JA. And the gentleman could not believe wow. that this student what actually remembered him yeah. from so many years ago. But yeah, what an impact. It, it, was re- it really impressed me. That's awesome. Well, um, you know, we have to at least talk about a little bit of financial planning, right? You know, that's what we do here at Whitley Penn and, and uh, specifically tax planning um, is, is a big part of charitable giving. And so uh, I wanted to highlight just one uh, uh, gifting idea that uh, maybe listeners could take advantage of. Now, you need to be uh, 70 and a half or 72 for you to take advantage of this idea, depending on uh, when you attain that, that age because of the new Secure Act provisions. But um, one, one idea is if you have qualified assets, something like an IRA or you know 401k that's rolled into an IRA rollover, and you're running up against required minimum distributions, you're going to have to take those funds out. Maybe you have other income sources and you're going to be in a high bracket. And any of that money that's going to be pushed into your return, you're going to kind of take a haircut off, right? So to make a more impactful gift, but still meet the requirements, you can gift directly to a, a qualified charitable organization. Uh, now there's a limit to that. You can do $100,000 per person. Um, so if you're married, you could do $200,000, but it's gotta be 100 and 100. You can't do 125 and somebody do 75. Um, but that can make, uh, that can accomplish your charitable intent 
um, while also kind of minimizing your uh, ordinary income tax burden. So something that uh, that we can help you take advantage of if you have any questions. Um, this uh, this year's been been tough for for charitable organizations in in every community. Um, so it's it's really important that um, if if you're planning to be charitable, um, reach out to these organizations, understand their mission, um, and 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 help them out uh, because they help our communities and they help the the next generation of of leaders in those communities. So um, I wanted to uh, to get some kind of closing thoughts from both of you about. Um, how, how do folks uh, donate and what is the what's the biggest need right now? So I think the biggest need for us is just uh, like you said, obviously for any nonprofit, donations and financial support is always a big one. Um, we were looking really good till you know mid-March <laughs> when uh, the pandemic struck. Uh, but we've been really impressed with our uh, not just our board, our volunteers, our corporate uh, corporations and our foundations that continue to support us. Um, so that's been good. The, the biggest hit to us has been these special events, not being able to go do the bolathons or thankfully golf is still happening. Um, so yeah, really uh, the financial support's the biggest need because the schools are still on board to deliver or, you know, to have JA just in a virtual environment. And um, so far we, you know, we, we have a lot of volunteers wanting to come back as well. So that's our greatest need right now. And I'll let Kathleen talk about way, how you can do that. So one way you can donate is to go to our website, which is jafortworth.org slash donate, and you can find a space there to donate. Um, I will say as well, um, we have an individual giving campaign coming up that's starting in early November. It's our Inspiring Tomorrow's campaign. Um, so be on the lookout for that. We'll post information on our website for that. But then you can also find us on social media. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn. All of those spaces will um, have more information about that campaign. Um, and of course, Cindy and I, both of us are listed on our website. You can reach out to us. Our contact information is there. Um, but you know, the individual giving campaign that happens at the end of the year every year is significant. Um, and we encourage anyone that's interested in our mission to take part in that. Absolutely. And I know that I, I personally donated to my wife and I personally donated to JA this year. We use a charitable gift fund. I'm a little too young for the qualified charitable gift. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it's, a, it's a great organization. I encourage you to get involved. We're going to uh, we're going to uh, share the link. Uh, in all of our posts, I encourage you to like, comment, share with um, anybody who's interested, uh, and subscribe to the WP Talks channel. Um, we're going to be doing more um, uh, podcasts with a charitable focus, um, you know, especially in a, in a year like 2020. Uh, there's so many people who can use our help. So uh, thank you, and uh, tune in next time uh, for uh, more discussions about charitable planning on WP Talks. <music>